to the garden, sit back, kick off your shoes a minute, bro. The busyness for life, you know we're choosy with it. Sprung up from the soul, soon I'm gonna be snoozing in it. Got so many breaths, I take them deep, won't introduce a limit. Cause it's a season, no rest. How can I live when I'm diseased and depressed? I dug deep and I found peace in the chest. Can't no one take that from me, not even the press. I'm just one man, one woman. You maybe missed my genesis. I've been there, step through it. You must have missed my exodus. Leave out a cut step to me. I'ma flip it, cause I'm chef to this. The numbers stood around I me. Mean, now it don't stem to arithmetics. Hit the brakes, slow it down, and we gon' get the pace. On the richmen of every nation, ain't no Chevy Chase. Though I got one, too. It's a box, one, two. Just to hold all my tools in the box. Son too, but I won't cross on you. What's that cross gon' do? I'm too cool with that cheese sauce. I frost fondue. Hey, wasting breath words lost on you. Well, now we exercising demons like a shaman do. Don't you know we can only hey folks? Welcome back to another Timmons podcast. I'm your host, Timmon, and this is my podcast, Real Conversations with Authentic People. And man, do I have a good conversation for everyone here today. I got to sit down in the garden. With Black Jay, uh, this will probably be my last garden podcast this year. Um, the garden is looking a little bare. It is October. That's when things seem to fall, and uh, so yeah, um, that, that's what's happening in our garden. But I was able to capture uh, the last little bits of it with Black Jay, and I'm so glad I was able to. Every time I sit down with Jay, man, we have great conversations. I just love the way he thinks, and and um, yeah, man, it's just to hear what he's doing he's always doing big stuff and i love to see the progression of it man we've had so many different conversations go back for years um i've had him on multiple times and each one of those episodes is a great one and uh, he just keeps on growing man he just keeps on striving and moving and i really appreciate that and i appreciate the friendship we have and just the conversations we have that we can record and post out there and this is one that will go in the books for sure so you guys don't want to you guys aren't going to want to miss this conversation but before we get to it i've got something exciting to announce yes this episode has a sponsor so let me uh, let me do a little ad read for the sponsor. So, um, welcome to Quiet River Massage and Revival, where we make your worries flow away like a tranquil river. Quiet River Massage and Revival is a massage business in Syracuse, Indiana, founded by Jasmine LMT. Jasmine provides 30, 60, and 90-minute massages with the option to add hot rocks or essential oils. Treat yourself to re- relaxation this fall by scheduling a massage. We have appointments available Monday through Saturday. You can schedule online at quietriverrevivalandmassage.square.site or by calling and texting 574-501-3338. Again, that's 574-501-3338. So thank you so much, Jasmine, for sponsoring this episode. And I will say I've, I've had many massages from Jasmine. And do they relax you? Yes, they do. And there's nothing better than um, just realizing, oh, I was really tight there. I had a lot of soreness there. Jasmine gets in and uh, does work. <laughs> she does a really good work. So um, I would definitely go check her out. I will put the link to her website below in the show notes. Click on that. I'll put her phone number down there as well. Um, schedule yourself a massage. Treat yourself because, uh, uh, man, before the holidays come, that can get a lot stressful. The winter comes, you know, just relax. Get yourself a massage. 
You're not going to regret it. You're only going to enjoy it. It's going to be good for your health. And it's definitely Tim and guaranteed. I've had it multiple times, uh, multiple massages, and you're, you're going to love it. So, yeah, check out Jasmine's Quiet River and Massage. Um, Thank you so much for sponsoring Jasmine. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, enough of that. Enough of the business. Oh, yeah. Wait, we're not done with the business. Real quickly, follow me on Twitter, Timmons Podcast. Follow me on YouTube, Timmons Podcast. Subscriber count keeps on going up. The view count keeps on going up. We appreciate you guys. Um, and I just thank you to everyone that's listening. I appreciate the this amount of people that are listening. I see the numbers, and it's like, whoa, what, what, how? So that's where I'm at with that. So, anyways, appreciate you all. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to Black J. Peace. So much good coming back. In fact, that's what he saw. The foundation's gotta work to crack. I laid the rebar. We could hit the gym or we could grab the freaking b-ball. My people, green of the earth, drowning on the seashore. Get in the raft, take a nap. That's to restore and dream big, my friends. We don't need another sea store or e-store. We can't be living intolerant. Found a spark in the dark. Well, I think you better follow it. Married to it. My friends adore him from a Halloran. Father modeled roles. I'll do my best to keep from hollering. It ain't about the sin. It's about. Bro, welcome. Man, thank you, bro. Thank you. Here, cheers to that. Cheers, yeah. Boom. Yeah, we're drinking that. Uh, we should have put whiskey in there. Oh, we wow. should have, bro. You know, it's, never too, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. You know? <laughs> not here, no, but no, somewhere. Not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, Black Jay, welcome, dude. Um, I texted you, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. I said, yeah. dude, we need to get in the garden. And so this is great because, uh, like I said, the garden's dying, mm-hmm. season's changing. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we got this this hey, in. We're we, uh, we going to close out the chapter, mm-hmm. the garden chapter. I don't think I will be interviewing anyone else um, this year in the garden. Just oh. because, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm harvesting everything. Yeah. It's, what you could do, bro, is you could, uh, you know, put up like a green screen and just you can make like a fake card <laughs> just yeah. to prolong it. It ain't going to be the same, like CGI, yeah. CGI flowers and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could like every episode watch a thing grow. I could like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 like the, fir- the, fir- the one in the CGI is like is a- down here. The next episode is up, oh, up there. Oh, yeah, right? exactly. So yep. Grow. Beautiful. Uh, I've talked talk to Allison about, um, you know, uh, I said, you know what would be cool is if we had a greenhouse mm-hmm. in this area. We've re- we've talked about it. We're going to rearrange a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But instead of investing in a studio, maybe I invest in a greenhouse and I do my podcast outside all year round in the garden. So you do see that kind of. That would be perfect, I was bro. thinking that would be That sick. would be perfect, so, man. That's a, that's a, if I'm going to invest in something, I might as well invest in both. I was thinking about that on the way here, man. I was like, yo, bro, it would be really cool if you had like your own. Well, first of all, I was thinking like it'd be cool if you were on radio, because mm. I, I would love to hear you on radio. I would be. I think you'd be like a great um, owner <laughs> like and personality. A, yeah, you'd be, be fantastic. But I was like, man, it'd be cool to like. However, you want to have your own studio. You know what I'm saying to do that. So yeah, it's funny that you say the greenhouse thing. Well, it'd be great. It, I think that's one. I, I've um, there's this guy in Goshen who <laughs> owns. He owns a couple buildings in Goshen, mm-hmm. and one of the third floors is. Um, it's just a wreck. The first two floors, pristine, beautiful yep. shops and their businesses. And their third floor, there's a lot of just it's it's pretty uh, like dilapidated, uh, like storage and stuff like that. Not even that, like stuff's kind of falling off. Ah, okay. It's just not not. There's been no touch or or love to it for years, mm-hmm. you know. But it used to be an old dance hall. Really? So there's like a huge. 
um, like floor in a bar, yeah. you know, all this stuff that like in the forties, they would just vibe out there. But now it's for years, it's been down. And wow. so I'm like, that would be cool to like, see if I could find a way to yeah. restore that. Oh, Maybe someday. I don't know. Bro, I've, that would be perfect. I gotta start planting seeds and mm-hmm. so keep talking about it, but it'd be cool to do something like that. Or sometimes I'll walk on the mill race. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I see all these old abandoned buildings. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, it'd be kind of cool to have like a podcast studio looking over the mill race or something, yeah. you know? Bro, uh, I can't remember who I was. No, I was talking to somebody recently. I want to say like a couple of weeks ago, and they had a uh, found residency for their like business in one of the buildings downtown. Oh, cool! And it was like, yeah, they no one was occupying this space for some years. Which, mind you, bro, when I was at Seventh Street, bro, that. Uh, that apartment, the last tenant was like four years prior. Wow! So it's like there's a. Lot, I didn't realize there's a lot of places out here, or a good number of places out here that are just not being used. Yeah. And people are just like, well, all right. Yeah. If you want to pay for it, go for it. It's like <laughs> hell yeah, will. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a lot of restoration in this area, and I know uh, during COVID, it was the inventory of this area. You used to you could probably find a place to rent here or there, but then. Um, all the places got sucked up during mm-hmm. COVID, uh, well, at least 2021. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's been tough for people to find places to rent, places mm-hmm. to do stuff. Here. And so I don't know if that's – they're doing a lot of restoration to take those old, destroyed, run-down buildings and turn yeah. them into something nice. So Man, that's 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 a good thing to do. I, I remember um, me, and, uh, me and Liv, we were in Minnesota for uh, my friends, like, it wasn't a wedding. They had got married the year prior, but it was like a ceremony. Yeah. yeah. And um, was it during COVID? Like they got married during COVID, and then, or was it? What? When they, no, they got married last year, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, no, his his brother though did get married during COVID, and so they had to do a live stream wedding. Oh my! Yeah. Or, or not? Or a Zoom, Zoom Zoom wedding? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, we were in Minnesota, and you know it's the same thing with over here where older buildings. They'll restore them and just kind of use them as, like, you know, storefronts, you know, turn them into, like, apartments and stuff like that. But just yeah. the way that they do it looks really nice. That's cool. So, like, I always, like, yeah, you like the modern look. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's cool. But I always like when people restore, like, old stuff. I think so, too. And then you, like, um, uh, what's it called? Um, vanilla bean. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That third, the three-story. Yeah. That, yep. And they they built their building or business right into it. Yeah, I love that. Reshaped it. Yeah, Yeah, it looks good. Like, it still has that, you know, vintage touch, but it looks really nice. That's cool. I know the girl who uh, owned it, and she worked at Jayco for a long time, got enough money, and bought that piece of property. And they had, she had four tenants. Yeah. And then restored the the basement of it, Mm -hmm. and then built vanilla now vanilla beans everywhere dude it's i gotta get around the podcast yeah bro please die <laughs> she's so cool dude man she's really cool i will have her i will buy a pint of ice cream and have her sign it bro like yeah. i love that place bro yeah it's i mean, it's they're in granger they got this like they got all these little spots that are i think they just moved into i think napanee maybe but oh they're napanee they're, now too they're expanding oh that's what's up cool. happy for cool to see small businesses doing cool stuff i didn't know that they existed i don't know when they first started but i know yeah, it was like 2018 maybe was it maybe okay. i don't know so i went there my first time was 2019 yeah at the jazz fest too. i don't know Probably okay then. and i didn't know i thought they were just like fresh Been around for oh yeah i thought they were fresh bro like um and i thought elkhart was the only location and then it was it was the first one was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. You know, you're you're on point. Okay, because I was just like, yeah, this is nice. They expanded into Granger. I don't know when, but 
but they expanded the Granger later on. Okay. Then just expanded. But Elkhart was the first. All right. The first exact. I think it was, it might have been 2017 or 2018. I don't know when it was. Okay. I'll have to get her on and talk about okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. They were fresh, and you're right. Jazz Fest, man. Classic. Oh, love Jazz Fest, bro. Uh, or Rhapsody on the, or was it Rhapsody on the, what's it on that island? Rhapsody in Green. Rhapsody in Green. Mm-hmm. I've been there before, dude. I did. My church would go, and we would uh, put up a tent, mm-hmm. and we call it a spiritual cafe. Mm-hmm. And so, because it's all types of people at that. <laughs> <laughs> all types of things happen at that. And um, the whole point was to do outreach, but not be like in your face Christianese. Yep. I don't know if Christianese is the right word, but what that what we a lot of times they'll throw like yeah. Christian lingo out there. And yep. It just turns people off. Yep. And so the whole thing was we had this menu, and we could do dream interpretation. Mm-hmm. We could help you like like get rid. Of, it was just like all you could kind of go in. You could decide. Okay, I like this on the menu. You come in and we just talk through that oh, stuff. Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, I see what you're doing. Like a, ah, okay. Yeah. But all the stuff on the menu you wouldn't think is like churchy. Yeah. You know, even though on the back end it had churchy. Uh, um, so it was like it's like a trap yeah <laughs> I, was like the I would call it that kind of, yeah <laughs> our whole goal was not to come in and like try to promote a church mm-hmm. or make people feel like mm-hmm. they're evil people hey, yeah look <laughs> i was about know? to put out electric brew put them out of business man oh really decent idea yeah well I, yeah uh they they're in goat or mm-hmm. they're in elkhart too right electric brew yeah mm-hmm. yeah they used to be um the daily grind oh. yep so i remember man i used to go there uh, I want to say like, like as early as 1999, 2000. Mm. I don't think I was in school yet, and my mom she would take me over there at times, and they used to have these uh, you know those one cookies? Uh, I think they're sugar cookies. Oh, yeah. Not the. They would would they put like uh different characters on them? Yeah. Yeah, that. I know exactly. Yep. Like, it'll be like Sesame Street. Yeah. Or whatever. I know exactly what you're talking. Bro, about. I used to love those things, those man. Smack, dude. And then when I got a little older, and um. The, the cool thing that I liked about that, shout out to Electric Brew, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love what y'all do. I love going there. I have a reward system there. I love using it. <laughs> That's awesome. But the cool thing about <clears throat> the Daily Grind was at a point in time, I thought it was cool that they would involve like like the street names into the names of their coffee drinks. Oh. So they had a Lexington uh, latte or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was really dope to see that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's really oh, community-based. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I ever went there. Um, I was talking to this guy who was an architect, mm-hmm. and he was telling me, going back to the the restoration of old buildings uh, and stuff. Okay. He was telling me that um, it's interesting because if you see a town and they really pour into the old buildings that were there, mm-hmm. the heart of the city is still there. Mm-hmm. You can actually feel the vibrance of that city. Um, I agree. <laughs> and he gave me the analogy of Goshen. Mm-hmm. You know, Goshen's downtown. They've really uh, did a lot to kind of focus on restoring that and not tearing down. And then he showed he he mirrored that with South Bend. Mm-hmm. So South Bend used to have a, a huge downtown, old buildings around the Cub Stadium, mm-hmm. Baker, but they tore them down and turned them into parking lots. Mm-hmm. He's like, they literally tore the heart of the city out. Mm-hmm. And put parking lots. That's crazy. You know, bro. and he's like, and you can kind of feel the difference mm-hmm. between the two. You know? Yeah, it's 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 weird. That it, but you know, and and that's funny, bro. Not that's not funny. crapping on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, some yeah. cool stuff that happens, and there's still old 
vibrant stuff that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Like when you go to the Notre Dame games and yeah, people are just all raging. Yeah. And oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's money. That's what. Yeah. That's, what that, yeah. <laughs> that's money. Yeah. Or like the Morris, like they'll do a lot of stuff in front of that. That's still old. Yeah. There's still a lot of heart there, but imagine if that was massive. Yeah, bro. They still they uh. There's a certain part of downtown South Bend where they like you know restore some of those old buildings, but they do knock a lot of them down to build like more modern like condos or apartments, bro. Yeah. It's funny that you talk about Goshen like that, bro, because again, bro, it's out on the way here, I was thinking about you know what I'm saying me moving into over there four years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, you know, as much as like as much shit as sometimes I give Goshen, it really was nice to be here, like. Uh, how um, confident I became with myself, mm. um, it all contributed to being around here. Just, yeah. you know, just kind of seeing how everything was with everybody here. And I'll just, it's like a little bubble. Yeah. And it's like, oh. It really is. I mean, it's nice being out here. You have to step into a bubble to understand what's going on here. Yeah. You, I don't know if you could just like drive in and hang out here and get the same vibe. Mm-mm. It takes a little bit living here. But there is, it is a really weird. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it's like Truman Show. No, I'm kidding. For real? Yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's nah. watching you. Yeah, no, nah, for real, bro. Nah, I was a. Uh, it took me a while before I like I got acclimated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With being here and just kind of like feeling everything out. Yeah. And kind of getting like, okay, this is how this is how everything goes. Okay, this is not bad. This is decent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. It took a minute. So I yeah, when you say like you can't just drive past or just stop through mm-hmm. and be like. Oh, this place sucks. It's like, nah, you gotta, you know, yeah. you gotta spend some time here and see, like, okay, I like this, I like that. You know what I'm yeah. This is pretty cool. Yeah, it takes a little bit to understand the. That's what, like, my wife, she's from Mishawaka. Mm. She, I mean, she's like, I didn't know about Goshen at all. Just a place I drive through. And then mm-hmm. now that she's lived here, she's like, there's so many cool things. Like, mm-hmm. she loves it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I love that too. Oh, it, yeah. It is nice being downtown. Like, hell yeah, bro. The, a- the access to stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, we've talked about. You know what it would be like if we moved, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's tough because I want more land, but mm-hmm. I love being able to walk to stuff, go to things, and Bro. there's parks all over, and there's just there's there's you know this restaurant, that restaurant within walking. I don't have to drive a lot of places; I can just be here. Bro, it feels so liberating <laughs> to like be close to down, and unfortunately, like where you're at and where I was at, I think it was like the perfect spot. Yeah. Cause it's like close enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you you still get your you know your solitude, mm-hmm. but then you're not too far away from walking down that way. Two three blocks, especially during the summer, bro. Like uh, what? Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah, bro. This shit's crazy. It's a good time. Winter sucks, it but does. that's Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real, bro. <laughs> Trying to find ways to make winter not suck, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I, it's funny, man, because like. <laughs> Getting on the pie, bro, is 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 fun. Sometimes it stinks because like I want to talk to you about certain things prior to us, oh, yeah. and it's like it's like holding in like good news. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you gotta wait. Release it, bro. What, what's up? No, 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 no. I was just yeah. saying, like, you know, whenever I do come up, it's like we'll have conversations. Like, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save this for later. Right. Pie, pie. Yeah. Let's not talk about this right now. Oh, you're a dad, by the way. So I, yeah. So I hadn't seen you since before you were a dad oh yeah so how has that been bro uh how many months has it been it's been two and a half two and a half so yeah we are at two and a half and it's it's crazy Mm -hmm. um 
it's it's weird. I mean, everyone says you know you're not going to get any sleep, and um, it's the best thing that's ever going to happen to you. You don't know until you do it, which is legit. Like mm-hmm. it's I don't know how to explain it until you get into it. Um, one of the things that I found really interesting with it is uh, it definitely puts a strain on your relationship with your you know mm-hmm. your partner, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it's been it's been good. It's been helpful for both of us. Yeah, but it's been tough for both of us. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful I've got a great person I've created this little human with. Yeah. And so Barack. Barack. For real though. <laughs> yeah. like, that was legitimately one of the if it was a boy, I wanted Barack because Barack means blessed. Yeah. You know? And I love that. Like blessed. And I wanted to do like Barack. I don't know what the middle name was. I had it written down, but uh, it was gonna be Insane. something. <laughs> Barack, <laughs> Barack Obama. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I, but yeah, I know. And that's I said that to Allison. She's like, it can't be Barack because everyone's gonna think of it. We're doing it after. <laughs> and I'm like, it'll be spelled different. Still, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, could have LeBron. Like name, maybe middle name Barack. Yeah, know, Barack LeBron. The Barack LeBron. That's a good. <laughs> hey, look, hey. I'm gonna keep that one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm keep. That I see one. what LeBron means. I really, uh, I'm about. Uh, intention of names like I think yeah. names have meaning mm-hmm. and so uh, so I, I named our little daughter mm-hmm. Noah mm-hmm. which is usually a male name mm-hmm. um, but we take the H off mm-hmm. and it means either movement mm-hmm. or rest Ooh. and her middle name is Joy yep. so joyful movement mm-hmm. or joyful rest Ooh. and I'm gonna see that played out multiple times in her life over and over and over again you know and so that's kind of the yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, it's interesting because then we started looking at Noah named Noah and there's the Noah yeah. the one that got on the ark and mm-hmm. all that stuff but there's another Noah later on that's a female mm-hmm. in the Bible mm-hmm. and a little just a small passage mm-hmm. um, she all of her uh, male uh, like siblings and father died yep. and there's five daughters mm-hmm. and they're at the point where they're divvying up the land mm-hmm. and they don't get it because they're not men and mm-hmm. so they go in front of the leadership of all of Israel and says, hey, like our line is done. Mm-hmm. So give us some land because mm-hmm. we, we we still need to be uh, able to have land. Right. We, we're going to have kids. We want their line to have inheritance. Mm-hmm. And so they go and, and plead for it and they get it. Mm-hmm. That's and great, so, bro. It's kind of cool. That but, is good. Yeah. Are you giving, <clears throat> I know I was talking to uh, uh, some guy at Walmart some years ago. And uh, he's an African guy, and he was like, you know, yeah, you Americans, man, like, the way y'all name y'all kids, it just don't make sense to me. Yeah. And I was like, why? He said, because y'all don't, y'all just name it. Y'all don't think of, like, any meaning or, like, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Y'all don't think about it before y'all do it. Like, Just do you know? it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's cool to give your child a name based off of a meaning. Yeah. And it kind of gives them, like, a purpose. So when they find out, like, oh, what does my, what does my name mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know joyful movement mm-hmm. well it, my parents did that for me Timon is mm-hmm. not just a name that you catch anywhere you know like it's how many Timmons do you know right like not it's, a lot yeah I thought it was a typo when they first told me your name like, Timon like, <laughs> yeah what <laughs> but um it means the Lord is my help and reward mm. so that's the every time someone says Timon they're saying the Lord is my help and reward mm. to me and so I've seen that played out multiple times too in in weird ways like um there is a Timon in the Bible, and he was a businessman. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've done things based on, not that, like, I'm trying to mirror after him, yeah. but I've 
things have happened in my life. I'm like, wow, that's really similar to that guy in the Bible. So he was like a like an Elon Musk. Yeah, kind of. No. <laughs> yeah, he was a community businessman, and then yeah. he helped with um, children and widows mm-hmm. and orphans and widows. That was his big thing. He mm-hmm. was tasked to help with that. Uh-huh. In the past, I've uh, in the past I helped with um, for six years. I worked for a company that worked with child sponsorship widows and orphans mm-hmm. you know in a business function mm-hmm. it's just been weird to see some of that stuff play out yeah uh, especially when you know like the, the meaning mm-hmm. of your name then it's just again it gives you that purpose so it's yeah. like really dope to have that happen yeah it gives you a little direction oh yeah you know? for sure whether it's legit or not but i, I think it's i'm not mad with the direction yeah. my life's gone yeah but you know could i get some more yes sir <clears throat> i guess the uh you know the milk is inside it's all right Fill you up. We Thank can you, always sir. pause and make more too, dude. It's it's nice to have a nice warm cup of Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, and it, and it puts a lot of pressure too. But like, if you name your, uh, there there was a, uh, uh, in the Bible there was I can't remember his name, but his main name meant like stubborn fool or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, Esau. Yeah, yeah, and or he Jacob, turned, one of the two, something like that. But he yeah. turned out to be exactly like that. Yes. I'm like, bro, can you imagine if your name meant like peace and you were the opposite of that? Yeah, I think it would be tough because I do think that words have meaning, mm-hmm. and I, and and there's something about like, I mean, if we go on a weird level, you know, I believe in the Bible mm-hmm. and I believe God created the earth by just speaking it. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah. like there's power in mm-hmm. just speaking things, and there's a lot of people. That believe that too, where um, speaking things into existence, exactly manifesting a stuff. Manifesting, exactly. There's, I think, there's legitimate stuff to it. Um, I don't know how deep I go into that, yeah. but I do believe that if you speak stuff, you, there's power. There's power there. Yeah. And so when you're literally saying that meaning over that person over and over and over again, it's hard to run away from Bro. because it's like you're just. You're, you're painting over yeah, it every cooking, single time. Bro. You're cooking, yeah. right now. <laughs> Go ahead. You're cooking. I got, I'm in some weird stuff, man. Uh, uh, it's not weird, bro. What the scriptures talk about, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. So, yeah. bro, that's exactly how I, like, think. So when someone says something, I'm, I have no doubt. I have no reason to doubt that this is exactly what's to come forth. Yeah. So if you say, like, yeah, man, like, yeah, we're going to do this. Yeah. This day. It's or, podcast at 8 a.m. on Saturday. Exactly. Right. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to be here at 8 a.m. I'm not going to wake up at 8 a.m. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or I'll pull up here and you just waking up, you know, wiping fucking shit out of your eye. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. So, yeah, like, I think that's accurate. Like, when you say things, it has that power. Yeah. And that's how it's supposed to be. So when you say things and you don't do it, I ain't going to lie. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, sound crazy, but, like, it's almost borderline demonic you know what i'm saying Hmm. that's deception yeah you know what i'm saying when you're speaking things and you're not coming through with it Mm -hmm. i'm I'm tracking with you yeah like if if we're being technical that's yeah that's demonic that's evil you know what i'm saying yeah that's deception yeah it's the opposite of truth and it 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 may be um small Mm -hmm. but those small things it's like any seed you plant yeah it, it may be the smallest little seed like this this cabbage is massive. Yep. Came from the smallest little thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking like the tip of a pin mm-hmm. seed. You plant it in and now you have this. Ooh, yeah. And so you you start there where you're like I'm going to do this. 
and you don't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this and you don't do it. You plant those seeds. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's going to turn into something bigger. Oh, for know? sure. And you can weed. You can. There's. It's not. Nothing in this world is um, permanent. No. I, that's what I. You can change and over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and you can realize what you're doing wrong and mm-hmm. you know uproot the stuff that's there. But for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And you know, I think <clears throat> you know making it a mission to become blameless. Uh, I think it's important for an individual. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people may say like, oh, I'm a good person and this, this, and that. And it's just like, all right, well, are you really? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking about these small little things that add up. When you, especially if, okay, especially if you don't know people. Mm. Like, I don't know how many times I've been to a job and they'll say like, yeah, man, just go do this and then uh, I'll be with you shortly. And I'm like, all right, cool. And mind you, I don't know you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, first time me meeting you at this job. I do this thing. Two hours go past. So now we're already out the window of shortly. Like that right. that's just didn't happen shortly. Right. I'm sitting waiting. Oh, my bad. I, da, da, da. It's like, now I don't know whether to trust you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, next time you do it, I'm going to realize. Um, exactly. Yeah. Right. So now now what you're doing is you're you're perpetuating me to doing something not at at a uh, at a higher pace. Now I now I want to slow down because I don't trust that you're going to do this at this time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you just started this 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 train of um slow work. Yeah. Or I just know that when you say something I can't and, you, and then you say that there, but you saw, you'll tell me something else. Like, oh, yeah, I got your back. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You have my back. You, mm, sure. Mm-mm. You said you're going to be there mm-hmm. shortly, and three hours later, you can't. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it does start to unravel mm-hmm. the, yeah. And then, dude, the whole world is built on trust between, it's weird, bro. <laughs> it, it, and it And it seems so like, like, it's very minuscule. Like, ah, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. If yeah. you're being honest, it is a big deal because, you know, everyone's, there's 7 billion people in the world. Right. 7 billion people in the world. And some people are not as um, privy to that type of thinking. Some people may think a certain way or everyone thinks a certain way. Mm-hmm. Some people are more focused on their thought process and people that align with their thinking. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people who understand that there are more people out there and there's different personalities. Yeah. So knowing that, yeah. you have to be careful how you say something. So, you know, I'm, I try to work on how I say things. Mm-hmm. And I can offend people. And I understand that. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll think like, all right, let me make sure I say it like this. Because I don't want this person to get this impression. Yeah. And then sometimes it's just kind of like, oh, whatever. And from the untrained untrained ear or whatever, they'll be like, oh, that was kind of rude. And I'll be like, oh, no, no, they're cool. And I'll yeah. think about it and be like, oh, damn, I should probably go back and say it you know, differently right. or apologize for how I'm saying this. Like, yeah. You never know because what you're saying is going to shift the next person in some way. Yeah. I think it depends on, I call it favor. Mm-hmm. Like it depends on the relationship you have with someone because you can say it because sometimes you, you don't have a fully fleshed out thought and yep. that's part of just being, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of thinking, I'm telling you what I'm thinking right now. Whereas if I'm talking to someone I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you my half perceived idea yeah. or whatever. Or maybe I'm like, you know, I would be a lot more careful because, you know, if I just say something dumb to you, mm-hmm. 
and we're friends, mm-hmm. you're going to brush off because we've got a relationship. Yeah. You've got favor. You know what I said wasn't really right. Yeah. But like I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just being timid or yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah he, and, he's, he's, but the, and that allows me with my friends to, to be a little bit more creative or think through things or, mm-hmm. or process stuff I don't have. Mm-hmm. But with the person I don't know, I'm not being my – I try to be authentic, but yep. I'm not – giving i don't know where we're at yeah and fill you out. what yeah exactly i also i wonder how much of that where you're like i'm really cautious about what i say and how i say it mm-hmm. how much of that is from you spending time looking at the things you're saying and Ooh. going over it over and over and over again right because you're That's true yeah you're writing a lyric and you're looking at it mm-hmm. and then you're probably looking at it six different ways how mm-hmm. can i say this better more impactful yeah you know yeah, yeah, that's true. That's man. a skill, dude, and you're oh, you're honing it. Man. You're like that was that was a solid segue, by the way. I yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, man, I appreciate it. You know, um, yeah, it's 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 not easy. Um, it's like uh, if you've okay, so um, I don't know if I told you, but I work for FedEx now. Okay, okay, and like uh, that's cool, then. Yeah, so I've been working for them for a couple months. Yeah, and um, I've never had any delivery experience never driving in those trucks or nothing like that. Right. Uh, I'm used to car or like a, you know, van or a truck. Yeah. Regular automobiles. So seeing the box truck, a little intimidating. Yeah. Huge fucking truck, bro. Yeah. And they reverse it. (laughs) Bro, like. (laughs) Take a wide angle. What? Yeah. I'm like. Did you have to get a license, a specific license for it too? No. Because it's, it, it kind of fits the, uh, now I did have to get a, uh, pass a physical. Okay. And uh, get, you know, I guess license for it or whatever through the physical. So me passing the physical and then, you know, passing the exam or whatever, yep. I'm good. Oh, he can drive. It's all good. Yep. Um, He's not on meth. All right, we're good. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Not that that was ever <laughs> no, a question. It was never. It was never. We live in Goshen, bro, yeah, like yeah. half a Goshen. You never know. <laughs> you don't live in Goshen. You're good, bro. No, no. Okay. But, um... Well, it's not any better sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man, when I moved back to Elkhart, it was the first time I heard sirens, and I'm just like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> I missed this. Yeah. Um, yeah, bro, like, driving in that box truck, and, uh, when I first did it for, like, the they had, like, a little obstacle course. Yeah. Bro, I was lost. <laughs> like, I struggled, bro. Like, I was frustrated. Yeah. And then uh, there were people that were... Um, doing the same obstacle course with me mm-hmm. who had some type of experience mm. that they just had to renew uh, their yep. whatever they had to do because something must have happened. Yeah. yeah. And so then me watching them, I'm just like, man, they make this shit look so fucking easy. Yeah. And it's like, at the time it was just like very difficult. Now you could crush uh, it. Bro, what? Because you're spending eight hours a day driving all the time. Right. Exactly. So and like you, you're comfortable, you mm-hmm. know it, you know the demand. I mean, I totally, mm-hmm. yeah. So just like with the writing lyrics from the outside looking in, you know, I've talked to people and it like, I just had an interview with, um, Q, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. That's cool. I saw that. And, uh, man, he, I, I shout out to him. I'm proud of him That's for that. Cause that was a, that was a dope interview. Yeah. Um, he would ask about certain lyrics and I would explain it to him and he'd be like, oh, wow, like you tied that in. Now, he's an, he's an artist himself, so he understands. Yeah. But to everybody that was watching, when they see that and they hear like, oh, you broke this down and you explained, I was like, oh, that's cool how you how you connected that. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, 
I've been doing this for quite some time, so yeah, it's very you know elementary for me. Yeah. But on the outside, it's like I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. I wouldn't even know where to start. Oh yeah, because for people, it's just like I just want to rhyme the first sentence with the next one. Right. It's like okay, now we're past that. What are we doing now? Right. What's the story I'm weaving? What's yeah, exactly. the things I'm trying to say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and and entertaining the ears. So then, like I've had people tell me like, oh, you know, sometimes you don't need to go that intricate or whatever. And it's like, I can, but sometimes you don't. I mean, come on, yeah, let let black just cook. Yeah, bro. man, black just cook. Come on. That I I think uh, Q for sure should for sure do a podcast. Hey, or something man. like that. Keep continue doing that stuff. That was fun. I think I think he did a great job, and I think when we talked, because um, when he initially talked to me about it, he said, "All right, I'm gonna do my research. I'm gonna da da da." And um, one of my favorite interviews I've done um, since I've been getting interviewed was, uh, I think, the first one we did, and that was the first time I got introduced to uh, someone taking notes, mm. bro. Like. And the only reason it amazed me, dog, was just like, <laughs> bro, like you didn't have because this was around changes. Yeah, you didn't have track listing, bro. You just wrote down timestamps. Yeah. Like I think this is where this was at. <laughs> I don't know what the song was, but you said this, and yeah. And then you would ask me about the lyric, or and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, we're here, we are here. So yeah. when that, that happens, oh yeah, bro, it was great. Like I watch it frequent. You know what I'm saying? I like watching it because you know. Yeah. I know it was our first time sitting and talking. Yeah, so it was cool. The old GoPro in the basement. I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, the research, it makes it easier. You know, it kind of makes it, you know, you got to outline how you want the interview to go and stuff yeah. like that. So, well, and when I was listening, I mean, the way I listen, and I think a lot of people do, the things that pop out to me, I'm like, man, that's fascinating. Yeah. So I was just, I wanted to ask you about those things. And um, it does make a podcast easier when you're talking about something. For sure. For dude, sure. I saw you were on TV, man. <laughs> Bro, you're making moves, dude. What was. Yeah. What was that like? Bro, um man, it, that's first, like a level of professional I don't. Yeah, yeah, bro. I tell you what, man, like <laughs> I have got like, first of all, it was cool. It was dope. Yeah. Shout out to WSPT, shout out to Hometown Living. Um I really liked being on there, man. It was really cool. And um in a sense, bro, it was kind of like a bridging the gap moment. Mm. So uh I think ever since I moved to Goshen my life has just been bridging the gap. Mm. So moving to Goshen um, and being an Elkhart artist, I'm connecting Elkhart to Goshen, yeah. in a sense, uh, being from Elkhart County. And then you know, I moved back to Elkhart and I started um, mixing it up with South Bend artists, mm -hmm. connecting Elkhart County to... Hidden gems. Yep. Mm -hmm. So mixing that together. And then... Um, it's still one of my favorite songs, yeah. Ah, but... Uh, that, is it Hidden Gems or Coal Miners? What, what? Coal Miners is the song. Coal Unearthed Gems is... Unearthed Gems, I'm yep, sorry. Yeah. Is Coal the project. Miners You're good. is one of my favorites. I knew what you meant, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hidden gem. Mm -hmm. it, it was. It, it is a hidden gem. You know what I'm saying? Coal Miners. But, uh, yeah, it just it was been kind of cool. But the news thing, it was it was, it was was dope, bro. Like, um, when I... Because I, I used to really be heavy into watching Fox 28. Yeah. When I was a kid. And um, yeah, I always thought it was dope. Like, I, you know, Tracy Capelman. Uh, Steve Fisher, yeah, uh, Dean Huppert, like I loved, <laughs> bro, for real, like I loved Fox Twenty Eight, bro, it was dope. Yeah, uh, John Fox, like can't forget the OG, bro, like, but never did I think like, okay, well, at some point, let's bring a rapper on to the news and talk to him, like that never crossed my mind. Wow. So to be able to do it on WSPT and talk to them, 
it was really cool. And another bridging the gap moment. There have been a good number of like more mature, you know, older people mm-hmm. that have reached out to me via Instagram or Facebook because of that. Yeah, he's like, oh, I seen your segment on TV. Like, no, what? Keep going, young man. I really like what you're doing. Oh, that's so cool, bro. And it it blew my mind <clears throat> when I dropped. Uh, Might be like three years ago. My like Black Frequencies project. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a ten year old kid that had came out and seen me at a, a GB Co. Mm-hmm. And you know he liked what I was doing. He was a fan, and like still to this day he remembers me. He's like, "Oh, what's up, Black J?" That's so. Cool. So it was cool to see like a ten year old do it. Now having like older people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so you're bridging the gap between generations, bro. Like it's cool. Like so it's a, it's a dope experience to be able to do that, man. So that's awesome. I really did like it, bro. I will tell you though, man. Uh, the TV thing was kind of like. Uh, interesting because like i was a little nervous yeah because uh with this you know i'm looking you in the face right. there's no pressure and stuff like that right yeah yeah and so like on set um thankfully it wasn't live that's nice yeah it wasn't live so if i fucked up you know <laughs> it's no issue <laughs> like you'd be like all right run it back <laughs> yeah because with the performance i did fuck up the first time really and, yep yeah so i fucked up the first time but it wasn't until like the very end and they were, I was just like, hey, man, can we run it back? So second yeah. time, got it. Russia, nice. But it is, like, it was kind of interesting because, like, we're sitting like this. Mm-hmm. There's a monitor over there. There's a monitor over there. There's yeah. another monitor that way. And it's showing me, showing her, and then flipping through other things. So wow. I had to try to, and mind you, like, our bodies, like, I'm facing this yeah, way. Yeah, you're both. Bo- yeah, you're, yeah. You're not Oh yeah. at a table talking, you're... Talking to the camera and all that. So then, like, I had to try to keep my focus on her and then ignore it. Because I don't want to, like, talk to her and then, like, look this way. Like, (laughs) auntie, like, bro, what the hell are you doing, bro? (laughs) I would have loved that, that you just look at the camera and smile. I should have, I should have, like, she'll ask me. And instead of looking at her, she'd be like, (laughs) that would have been perfect. She'd be like, no, don't ever come back on here. Get get off. But it was cool. And uh, oddly enough, I can't remember her name who interviewed me. But she's from around here. She knows a lot of like, she went to school with the uh, Jake Miller. Okay. From uh, the Can- I, Kansas Bible Company, uh, is that still? Yeah. Is? That's okay. okay. She she went to school with him, and she knows him, and she knows uh, Raphael from uh, yeah. Lalacruz. So yeah, she she's pretty hip to what's going on out here. So I was so like, she's plugged in. Oh yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was cool that we had that connection. So I was like, dope. That's awesome. But it was a cool experience, man. Because then it's not someone coming in that doesn't know anything, and it's just like yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, you're like, okay. It we, felt we, good. We swim in the same circle. Yeah, it felt good. I was yeah. like, All right, I, know, I, I know. I know you. We're, yeah. we're here. We're, yeah. We're here. That's but cool. It was a dope experience, bro, and um, I was really happy to do it, bro. Yeah, there's going to probably be more of those. You know what I mean? Like oh, that, man. You do one interview, it's not the last one. Man, and so. it is, uh, <laughs> is kind of interesting, though, because, like, like when, when I was on there, she asked me, like, you know, where'd you, you know, where'd you get the name from? And da, da, da. And it's like, all right, I'm telling the same story over and over because I've told that story countless times. And that's like giving me the, like. It's a beautiful story. It, you know, it's, it's dope. Yeah. But. Believe love. Keep knowledge. Keep knowledge. Yep. It's like, keep kindness. Keep, keep something. That too. That yeah. too. Maybe what I should do is have it open for t- interpretation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Bleed long, keep killing. Like, <laughs> what? Black 
Jay told me to do it. Yeah. Nah, nah, yeah, that's probably a good no, I'm, idea. I'm, yeah. no. I'm gonna have like Proud Boys at my show. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in the LGBTQ and yeah. the Black Panthers and yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna unite the world. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will. I don't know. You're tying it. You're tying everything together. We are bridging. Bro, we're all humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna make everyone love each other. Yeah. Yeah. But you're saying you're you're telling that story again, so it's just like um it's probably gets a little monotonous. It does, bro. Where, yeah. Um and that, said this multiple but then you gotta realize that audience hasn't heard it for the And that's the thing I gotta try to remember because like even with like when performing, like um for a while when I first started off performing, I was like hindered if I wanted to keep doing the same songs. Mm. But then I had to get that mindset, like, even if it seems tiring, I'll see the same faces in the crowd. I know that during a five-day work week, everything that happened at that weekend show left my mind. Mm-hmm. And now, throughout the week, I'm listening to, you know, I don't know, you know, your your favorite popular hits that's coming out or whatever. Right. Because they're already established artists. Right. You know, whoever that be. And... I don't think about this local artist until the next show. Yeah. So, you know, whenever I do go to that show, I'm going to be reminded of this song that they performed the last time. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, because I had a guy uh, that I had made a, had a meeting with out in New York like three years ago. And we talked. And at the time, I think I had like one or two projects out. And he was talking to me. He was just like, you know, don't ever shy away from just giving people one song. Hmm. And I was like, well, I don't want to like perform over and over again. He was like, people aren't going to remember it. You have to do that. Keep doing it and doing yep. it and doing it. That's going to make them remember it. So the next time you do have a show, they remember that song. Yeah. They're excited. They can't wait for oh, that song. Oh, dude, yeah. There's there was this uh, band. Well, I live in Florida. There's mm-hmm. this like, local. They would do cover band mm-hmm. stuff. But they had this one song, and I loved it. And so we would get there. They do all the covers, and they're like, "All right, we're and we're like, no, do steadier." Mm-hmm. We were just yelling, "Do mm-hmm. your song!" And then they do it, and the whole crowd's just raging with them. And that was, I mean, they did great covers, but yeah. when they would do their song, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they got so tired of doing it, mm-hmm. but I'm like, "Do that song!" Like right. that was my favorite of their stuff. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I could care less what you know who you're covering. With yeah, that. who you're covering and what. But when they did their song, I mean. The people I go with, we would just, mm-hmm. and I've heard it a thousand times, but every time it was better mm-hmm. when I heard it from them. And I think it revitalizes that uh, artist's, you know, desire to want to do that song, even if it's like, oh, we've done this a thousand times. Yeah, that thrill you get from that feedback you get from the audience, when everyone's bumping to it. It always puts you in a better mood to want to do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I've had moments to where like I'll do a song. And instead of saying, finishing the lyric, they'll finish it for me. That's cool. And so it's like, when that happens, you're just like, ah, this cake. I love this. Yeah. This is why I do this. So, yeah, like, you know, that that is like uh, a benefit from doing that and trying to remember that. So, you know, with the interview thing, saying the same story over and over again, I have to keep reminding myself, like, you're expanding. You're going to have to do this. So it kind of gave me like some outlook, like, if there's a time where I do get bigger and I'm doing like yeah. maybe like a three day press run, mm-hmm. I'm you said multiple times. Oh yeah. That weekend. Same fucking days. story. Yeah. Same thing. Same everything. Yeah. It's like, well, 
maybe people in Louisiana never heard of me. Maybe right. people in Arkansas never heard of me. Right. Maybe people in New Mexico never heard of me. So it's like I got to. Say it you know, again. Say it again. Again, again, again. Yeah. You know? So, like, you know, trying not to get lazy and just trying to be like, all right, let's just get to work. Yeah. Let's get to work, man. You got to do the the Kodak moment when you went on Breakfast Club and they're like, what do you call him, Kodak? Have you ever seen that? Nah. Like, he, they, they clip it and it was just like, it was like, and then that went viral. You know what I mean? I'm about to check that one out. I forget what it is. It's like every time. Was it the one we had the ski mask on? Yeah. Uh, it's like, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm going to have to check that Why one. Why they call you Kodak? Because every time they see me out in public, they're shooting at me. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something like that. But like that it, it, you got to find like some way to viral it, and Man. then everyone sees it. Then you, then you don't have to. I'm going to have to fabricate. Then you can be like, go watch my Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, right? yeah, or whatever. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to fabricate some things about my life just to make some viral moments. Yeah. <laughs> I was beaten as a child. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, bro, that seeds you're planting right there, you don't want to play it, bro. I'm, I'm, you're not. Hell no. Hell no. I'm giving the wrong image out there. Like, oh, yeah, Black Jay made me do this. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's been pretty cool doing that shit. So That's awesome, yeah. man. I, I, I got some other opportunities going forward that I'm pretty excited about, and I won't speak on them now yeah, because yeah. I, they haven't happened. Speak on them later. Yeah. I love that. I'll tell you off the camera. Cool. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of exciting, man. And too, bro, like, so where I'm at now, uh, people are catching up to, like, catching up. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, at the time when I was, like, because, bro, I haven't created anything since March. Yeah. Like, I've been. Busy. Doing things. Yeah, it was life yeah <laughs> just yeah. adulting and shit bro like yeah. and so um it's been kind of funny because like i'm not used to being away from creating mm. you know what I'm saying i'm so used to like always making some type of music or getting mm. ready to drop an album or well, you dropped like what three in one year one time is it three <laughs> five five oh my god I, I i dropped five albums two years back to back yeah um it was just like Project other project other project. Oh yeah, project. And it was great. Yeah it, yeah, it was dope, and I think it helped. You know what I'm saying? Because like at the time, I was like, "Why am I like what I'm getting now? I wanted that back then." Right. And it's like, nah, like you have to build that foundation. Right. So, it's like you know, time did its thing, and it helped me realize like, nah, like it was good that that didn't happen when it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. it was supposed to happen now. There's a reason for it. Yeah, because I, you know, I don't think I was ready hmm. you know what I'm saying for certain things like you know when I drop coal miners yeah maybe the news picks that up hey when I interview Black Jay it's like oh you know I believe in love and keep knowledge it's like yo we heard coal miners yeah <laughs> that don't sound like, <laughs> that don't sound like none of that it's like yeah, yeah but it sounded dope though it was dope you liked it though <laughs> but yeah man so it's like you know yeah. you have the foundation now yeah yeah mm -hmm. you know doing things like uh, I did the Vibes Festival okay in, uh, South Bend yeah, uh, that was a really dope. Was that event. at the Morris? Was that the thing or no? Okay, so no, the Morris was dope too. That was, that was like hundred like year anniversary. Yeah, okay, that was sick. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't perform there. I, I painted. I did live painting. Oh, cool. And I had my friends perform. Yeah, Dre did. And yep, Dre and uh, Gold Soul Rebel. Yeah, they performed while I was painting, which was that's cool. Dope, bro. Funny story about that. Uh, so the guy who I was talking to, because he was setting me up and like getting me all good and then they had like the little um what do you call that thing the jumbotron or whatever mm -hmm. 
they had uh, me on that. And so uh, we were getting set up. I was putting up my stuff. And he was like, is there like a certain music you want to like have playing while you're painting? And I was telling him, I was like, ah, I mean, if you got like some lo-fi jazz, bro, like I'm cool with that. Yeah. And then I was like, no. are you cool if like my friends perform? He was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Like his family friend. I was like, yeah, they can clean it up. Yeah. And so then, you know, Dre and uh, Gold Soul Rebel just happened to be there with me while I was doing it. And I asked, I was like, did y'all want to perform? They're like, hell yeah, because yeah. this is 100 years. It's not going to happen for another 100. Right. And I'm not going to be rapping, right. let alone alive. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hell yeah. Maybe our AI will, but right. Yeah, maybe. We'll see, you know. <laughs> if I'm 100 and some, if I'm 129 and I'm still rapping, be incredible. <laughs> be like the longest run in rap history, bro. Like, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, they was it was dope that they were there and took that opportunity and but just stuff like that. It's like, what was the ja- the? Did you say the jazz? The fest? vibes fest. The vibes fest. Yeah, what was that? Oh, so bro, vibes fest is like the dopest event I think I've performed at. Man, like, so I started going when I was living out here actually. So twenty twenty is my first time going, and um, it's basically like this big ass. It's like, it's like a black event, bro. Okay. Basically, it's like a black event. Like, it's dope. <laughs> That's cool. And they do it in South Bend, Howard Park. Okay. Um, they got a big-ass stage, you know what I mean? Um, dope vendors, you know, whether you art, you know, whatever you're selling and stuff like that. Yeah. They got, you know, good food trucks. Oh. I've had some of the best barbecue over there. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember their name, but, like, last year I got them. And this year, too. I got some rib tips from them this year. Ooh. But, bro, like. Fire. Fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I love good barbecue. I do too, bro. Frankie's in South Bend is like one of the best barbecue spots I've been really? to around here, bro. It's dope. Yeah, there's not good barbecue spots around here. I hell no. It's hell no, bro. I know when someone asks, I'm like, best barbecue in Goshen's Arby's. <laughs> 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 they got the meat, man. It really is. It's unfortunate, but sorry. Keep it. Yeah, the so McRib. Five, yeah, the McRib. <laughs> yeah, no, I, they had a that podcast part too, which is like. They had a whole bunch of podcasts oh, set up. Oh, this uh, Bruce Leroy was there. Yep, yeah, I yep, saw that. Okay, yep. so it was that was the event. Mm-hmm. They had a whole bunch of podcasts set up over there, which mm-hmm. is cool. A lot of the local podcasters, you know, had their stuff, and so they had all the artists that performed. It was basically just like a circuit where we just go from one podcast to the next one to the next one to the no next way. one. No way! Ah, bro, it was dope. Reps in, dude. Man, so it was really cool to like, you know, be a part of that. And like, like I said, I've been going since 2020, and mm-hmm. never did I be like. Oh man, I'm I'm pissed. They didn't have me on stage. Yeah, I always just went because I loved it. Yeah, and then like you know, this year I got the opportunity. They talked to me and was just like, "Yo, you wanna?" And I was like, for "Hell sure. yeah, bro, for sure, yeah. for sure." And the funny thing too is like they had a showcase prior. Okay, so the showcase was a different date. It was like earlier, and um, when I seen it, I was like, "Man, I was like, man, Vice Fest, man." Maybe something they didn't have enough in the budget to do what they did last year because they did the showcase at someone's studio. Mm. So I thought that was Vibes Fest. Yeah. Yep. So I was just like, well, I mean, fuck it. If it's smaller, it's smaller. I'm yeah. just still going to pull up and do it. So I did it. And then uh, they interviewed us after we got done performing. So there's like five performers. Uh, uh, and then um, I got off. And when I interviewed with the lady, she was like, so are you doing Vibes Fest? And I was like, I thought this was Vibes Fest. Like, <laughs> I'm the, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. So it, uh, it wasn't. It was just a showcase. Yeah, yeah. It was cool to be able to do that and then do the actual festival. And man, it was dope. It was dope. And that's, that's what awesome. we were on the news for. Gotcha. To promote that. 
Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how that all ties together. Mm-hmm. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I eventually got my own little interview the same day, but it was it was really cool, bro. I liked bro, it. That's wild, man. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? That was the summer. Like, uh, mm-hmm. was it August? It was like recent. Yeah, I think it was some, around there. Yeah, August. Yep. Uh, I can't remember what day specifically, but... That's cool, dude. Yeah, bro, it was really dope, man. I mean, you've been making moves. I know, man. New level, bro. <laughs> I'm proud, I'm proud. But, you know, it puts a... A, a, a new level of like commitment and like standard. Mm-hmm. So it's like not to say that anything that I had put out prior was you know bad or good. Right. It's just all right. Um, if I want to stay stagnant, I'm gonna keep doing the same thing. Yeah. That I was doing. But if I want to like elevate, you know, I have to. Yeah, push yourself. Exactly. Uh, you might have a pause real quick. I gotta use the restroom. Yeah, let's pause. Uh-huh. We're back. All right. Hey, man, it was, by the way, y'all don't know, but I just met Tim and his daughter, Noah Joy. Yeah. Awesome baby. I got her to smile, which he said was rare. It is rare. So she's an awesome kid. I'm going to get her, uh, I don't I don't want to speak this into existence because if it doesn't happen, then I don't want to be a liar. But if she does join the WNBA, <laughs> yeah. uh, Noah, give me uh, courtside seats <laughs> to wherever you're playing at. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna make it happen. That would be sweet. No, no, she's so tall, a big baby. She can get an NIL deal. Yeah, college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For uh, where's she gonna go to school at? I have no clue. We don't know clue? Um, probably Notre Dame. Notre Dame? No, who knows? Uh, I don't Notre know, Dame. bro. <laughs> but Butler. Butler. Okay. Uh, IU. Okay. Right. Yeah. Purdue. I Purdue. Yeah. Well, most of her uh, about Ivy uncles. Tech. Ivy Tech, right? Ivy yeah. Tech. She can get drafted out of Ivy Tech. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. It would be cheaper. Yeah, that'd be the affordable route, I would say. She can be a a, a trailblazer. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. for Ivy Tech be basketball. They would like name the court after her. <laughs> Come on now. She got drafted from playing uh, intramurals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one player in the nation goes to Ivy Tech. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How crazy would that be? Yeah, they would pay big, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so good, so crazy. I don't know what we were talking about before this, and then now we've talked about a bunch of other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were talking about the music stuff, but mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna shift into the shift into some uh, the real stuff, right? Yeah. Now. Do you want me to tell me? Do you want me to tell you my dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about yeah. that. So last night I had this dream, and um, I'm at a church service, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like there's two parts to this church like there's the main and then there's this like smaller room mm-hmm. where i was at with a bunch of a bunch of people but not a huge congregation mm-hmm. so we're doing the church service and it ends and at the end of it they have a commercial and the commercial is kind of like a like a drug commercial mm-hmm. like a claritin or mm-hmm. a, you know a xanax or something i don't know what it was but then they're like come into the main hall and we're going to tell you more information about this mm-hmm. and so um, before I do that, I start talking to this guy next to me, and he was making some joke about the commercial. I thought it was pretty lame, too. Mm-hmm. And then I go into the main hall, and in the main hall, I'm catching the last bit of their thing that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're like, you guys need to invest. And when you invest just $3,000, you will guarantee you get a million dollars back mm-hmm. into this drug or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is going on? And I see all these people... I'm talking, and, and I go back into that small room, and this person's like, "I mean, we could give our last three thousand dollars. We'll at least be millionaires. This right. would be great." Right. And uh, I look at him. I said, "No, this is a scam, guys. <laughs> do not do this. This is a scam." 
<laughs> don't don't do this. This is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, they're they're looking for suckers to take your money, and they will take yours. And mm-hmm. and um, they're like, oh, like they realized when I kind of explained it to them that like this is just a multi level marketing scheme, mm-hmm. whatever this is. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to the guy that I was talking to before I walked into the main sanctuary, mm-hmm. and I'm talking to him, and he said we were chatting and then I was telling him a little bit about this thing and he puts on a wetsuit yep. he's like I'm gonna go surf mm-hmm. and he's like Dankashe and, and as he's leaving I'm like are you Amish? and he's like yeah and <laughs> that was my dream that was, was that Joel but, Osteen's church? yeah <laughs> but I think a lot of the yeah for sure <laughs> Joel Olstein found a million dollars. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Found a million dollars when they're renovating their bathroom stuck in the walls. He found a million dollars? No, the plumbers did. When they were renovating one of the bathrooms, there was a million dollars stuffed in the walls. Oh, man. Yeah, interesting. But I, 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 I got the feeling that the majority of the congregation in my dream were, like, they weren't Amish, but they were Amish at one point. Yep. They're no longer Amish. Mm-hmm. So... Weird dream, dude. Do you you think there is something to interpret from that? Um, what was your first initial thoughts? I, uh, if it's a dream I remember, mm-hmm. like I, it's stuck with me, mm-hmm. then I think there's meaning to it because mm-hmm. I have a thousand dreams mm-hmm. all the time that yeah. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the fact that I remember it, yeah, I don't know what the interpretation is. I have people in my life who um, are good at interpreting dreams, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna run it past them. Okay, because I was gonna say like. Uh, I know a lot of people who, um, like they they interpret dreams a lot, and yeah. I I don't I don't do it too often. You know what I'm saying like I think I think I had a nightmare recently. It okay. It wasn't like like a nightmare nightmare, yeah. but for me it was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, it was just something s- stupid that I was just like, all right, it's, it's like a bad day. Mm-hmm. But um, someone could look at that and be like, oh, like. Maybe maybe it means this, and this is a sign to do this, and I'm just like, yeah. Uh, or it was just a bad dream, right? Yeah, yeah. I I uh, it's dream interpretation. I um, I wouldn't get it interpreted from just anyone because yeah. there's a lot of philosophies on mm-hmm. how to interpret dreams, and those philosophies come from um different like segments, different people, yeah. different stuff that I don't know if I totally agree with, mm-hmm. but. You see a lot in the Bible, a lot of people who had dreams and interpreted, and it comes true. It comes true. Bro, yes. And um, if you look at how God speaks to people, just if you look at the Bible mm-hmm. in a whole, and you say, okay, this is how many times God speaks to people, mm-hmm. whether it be physically, through Jesus, mm-hmm. or through dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. One third of the way that God speaks to people is through dreams and visions in mm-hmm. the Bible. And we spend one third of our life sleeping. Yeah, that's and true. so I wonder if there's a connection there. Well... Uh, was it King Herod that uh, those uh, who was it? That, yeah, the wise men. Yeah, they came to see him, and they had a dream that said, "Don't go back this way." Either. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah and, and I don't think he was a great man, but he had that dream, and it told yeah him to do this or them to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess. So. Oh, I, I think anyone. I think. No matter who you are, yeah. you're forgetting a dream. If you remember it, mm-hmm. it there's probably some significance to it. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong. But that's just interesting to me. It's like, why does... See, the, look, this is why I feel like with uh, AI and like the ad- advanced... I don't really want to call it advancement in technology because I feel like it's it's more regressing. Mm-hmm. It's just making us lazier. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the 
the higher volume of technology. Um, I feel like with that, people have basically become bored with, you know, actual life mm-hmm. that they create these things to make, you know, they feel like life more exciting. But it's just so many things about the actual human life that I'm like, we don't know this fully. Yeah. Why are we not, you know, fully? Like, why does when dreams happen and you like, OK, for instance, bro, like I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream about, like, we went bowling at Chippewa, mm-hmm. like, actually, like, in real life. Me and my girl went bowling at Chippewa. And when the pins would reset, um, one of the pins would just, like, the floor was so slippery, it would fall. Okay. And so when you bowled, it never counted that pin falling. So let's just say I hit nine out of the ten <laughs> pins. One had already fell, so I should have got one for that, but it wouldn't count that. Uh, so there'd be no pins up. So, uh, I'd, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that just kept happening. So in my dream, that was happening in my dream. Wow. And so, you know, obviously this was something that frustrated me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, what am I supposed to, why Why did my brain choose to put this in my sleep? Or, you know what I'm saying, why did I choose to have this dream? Or even just random other dreams. Like, mm-hmm. why did my brain put this in there for me to dream about? Like, mm-hmm. am I supposed to learn something about this? Like, what is the purpose of this? So just so many things about the human anatomy, the human body, the human life. Like there's so many things that I'm sorry. That was a dumb way to. No, like, no, that makes that total example. sense. But yeah. th- there's so many things that, you know, we don't know. And then now with a uh, technology, like, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, navigation, we're getting further and further away from being connected with the earth. So um, if a person doesn't know their way around. How much more respect are you going to have for the place that you're living or inhabiting if you don't even know enough to know where you're going mm-hmm. or know enough to how to preserve? So, uh, you know, I'm on I'm constantly on routes. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm delivering. One of the things I hate the most is delivering to a dirty house, mm. trash everywhere, all that stuff. That's a person that doesn't respect their, their own. environment. Exactly. Yeah. So if they don't expect the environment respect the environment that they inhabit lawnmower and two cars in the front yard and there's trash everywhere bro that's going to tell you everything about the individual they don't respect themselves they respect nobody else Mm -hmm. they respect they don't respect anything right they're selfish yeah so you know it's so many things that we could uh learn about the earth and stuff like that or even just human life that we don't know Mm. and so instead of continuing uh, our life with figuring that stuff out, we're like, nah. We'll let technology yeah. figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna let it fix it for no, us. No, I I think you're so right because um, technology deals in like zeros and ones. Yeah. So everything is data, data, mm-hmm. data, data. And the human experience is is not. There's a lot of data. Yeah. It helps us out. I mean, a lot of our world's built on it. Mm-hmm. I watched this AI. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It was on social media recently where uh, it's AI watching through the camera and tracking at a coffee shop the baristas Mm -hmm. as they're making stuff and the people while they're sitting there. And in real time, they're saying it's letting you know how long a customer sits Mm -hmm. in a location. And above their head, it had 25 minutes, hour and 25 minutes, two hours and 10 minutes. It had those numbers for the customers. Mm -hmm. And then for the baristas, it was tracking how many cups of coffee they're making mm-hmm. and you would see above it it would say you know olga had made three cups she was on her phone chilling by the corner mm-hmm. and heidi had 20 cups so far 
and she was out there working, and then two other workers had 10 cups. Mm -hmm. And so you could see who was more productive and who wasn't. Right. And I think that information is good, but um, I was talking to my dad about this and explaining, he's like, but the thing about AI is you can look at that data and say, okay, we need to fire Olga for sure. Yeah. And Heidi needs a raise. But maybe there's someone that didn't make 20 cups but made 15 cups, but every time someone walked in, they greeted them and talked to them and made them feel welcome yeah and then they're like i had a great experience i'm gonna come back right you're you're giving stuff to the person who's the most productive but right. that most productive may not be as personable yeah. ai is not gonna be able to track that as well because it can't yep. track human emotion right it's just it's every- just the data of how this stuff is done which is cool bro because like you know i'm not somebody that's the most uh emotionally present um Sometimes I can operate machine-like because, mm-hmm. you know, I use logic a lot of times or yeah. it would make sense or I'm, I'm more of a finishing tasks. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that's, like, you know, if you go into a drive through bro, like, or, or to a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, when you're greeted, like, okay, yeah, you want to come back. Yeah. Like, I used to work at Meyer, bro, and uh, I was the the systems monitor, which is basically, like, you know, troubleshooting the technology and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. hardware problems, software issues. Every now and then they would put me on a register, bro. I I lie tell not. I had customers jumping out of someone else's line to get in mine because no, they enjoy man. talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like they obviously they're gonna come to you know Meyer to shop mm-hmm. not because of me, but they're gonna enjoy their experience when they go in the line with the person that they're ringing them up because they liked the conversation or they liked the experience or the customer service, and so like you can't put a you can't put any data or stats or analysis on that right you know what i'm saying that's just the human experience and that's what's beauty in it mm-hmm. like you really do feel that you know what i'm saying like you could oh well this person they they you know they have uh you know they average four scans every two seconds right it's like yeah but you know there's right. the human element right yeah and then then we're getting to the point where we're just putting machines in mm-hmm. right the self-checkout and it's like you know, if you want a machine, but when I go, I want to go to someone. Yeah. And because half the time the machine is, it, it can't troubleshoot stuff. It can just do its process. Yeah. And then you still have to have a human that monitors mm-hmm. it. And then if one human's monitoring eight machines, they're not going to come to me when I have mm-hmm. my alcohol and I need to get ID. That's For sure. such a pain. It's like, I need to go. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And I'm curious on like, uh, what's the, uh, uh, with with the rated with the rate of uh, the advancement of technology i hate to say advancement cuz i don't cuz i feel like we're regressing mm-hmm. with the the higher volume of technology how how much technology we've gone and how deep it's gone mm-hmm. align that with the stats of um the average human um suffering from anxiety you know depression oh, yeah. i'd like to see like the stats like neck and neck oh, with look, that, like look when uh 2008 is when the iphone came out okay and that is you can see a huge correlation of both things mm-hmm. um anxiety mm-hmm. and depression increasing then mm-hmm. as well as technology increasing yeah. at that point too adoption of technology yeah because bro i've had conversations with people and like you know i'm we we grew up with you know without it and with it yeah mm-hmm. so um, I remember being five and being introduced to the Mac computer back when I had like the mm-hmm. the little bubble, yeah, <laughs> the different colors, yeah. So like in kindergarten we were using, you know, internet, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
but you know again like you said we, we were like right in between so we were still outside still doing all these things hanging out with friends you know we didn't have cell phones until like high school That's yeah mine. right yeah me too mm-hmm. and so and even then like you know twitter was around facebook yeah, was around was myspace t9 y- yep yeah. oh bro like <laughs> type four times just to get one letter like yeah it but, cost every text you sent and received cost for me because we didn't have a plan. We had the <laughs> oh, track phones or whatever, yes. the ones that the cheapest, like free bro. nights and weekends. Yeah, bro, like oh my goodness, I was just I talking to my girl about that this morning. I was yeah. like, "Do you remember free nights and weekends?" <laughs> She's like, "No." Yeah, <laughs> but um, so, bro, like I remember, I t- just I'll sidetrack for a second. No, you're I good remember then. a friend of mine. They were on Verizon, and they, I was still paying. Um, it was. It was a third of a dollar mm-hmm. every time I would send a text. It was a, like thirty cents mm-hmm. and received a text. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to my friend, and she's like, "Yeah, this this past month I sent twenty twenty thousand texts because they would get the the receipts of it to her friends." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Cause I equated how much that was for me, mm-hmm. you know, that was." Thousands of dollars, bro. That's like, girl, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> you remember uh, Centennial and U.S. Cellular and Singular? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. But yeah, no, I was a, uh, I was saying like, uh, you know, with that we were kind of in between, so we were still out there. But the younger generation, now I've had conversations with people who are like, you know, twenty five, twenty, twenty one, and no disrespect to them, bro. But what I've noticed. A lot of them have a hard time um, having conversations. It's a skill. It is. And if you don't, aren't you aren't working it? They, yep. they online. There's certain presence. Mm-hmm. In person, they're different. Yeah. You know, when it comes to resolving conflict, they don't know how to do it. They resort to. Uh, I'm gonna sound like Twitter a dick. Fingers. Yeah, hey. yeah. A lot of motherfuckers are online. A lot of motherfuckers are very sensitive. Yeah. Because they they equate. A certain reaction, like bro, I, you talk to old people, bro. Uh, there's a lady at Walmart, so when I'm working, you know, I have to unload. That's my first stop of the day, mm-hmm. Walmart. The first time I ever unloaded there, um, I was at the wrong receiving door, and I was knocking, I was banging on the door because that's what they told me to do, bang on the door. I was doing it for like a good five minutes. Yeah. She, the old lady, she goes up to that window, and I was supposed to be on the other side. I could see her through like the little hole in the window, yeah. and she's like. Like that. Now, really? any other individual, and they see like you just, and for those that can't see, if they hear this on like yeah. Apple, just imagine me like, you know, pointing in a certain direction, but like really mean. Yeah. So like that, that reaction will cause someone to be like, oh, you're being rude and da da da. When I got to the other side and um, she opened the door, opened mine, and uh, I didn't say anything mean to her. Uh, we were talking for a little bit. She was like, yeah, um, you know, you just got to unload, in the sweetest voice, you just got to unload over here, you know what I'm saying? We use the meat over here, because on that side, you know, that's for this, and over here is what we use to unload. And I was like, okay, now, me and her, we're cool. Like, we talk regularly whenever I come over there. We have good conversations. You know, she was like, oh, so what'd you do this past weekend? Da, da, da. Beautiful. So, anyone else, they see that, they get offended. Right. Oh, this lady's this way. And now they have that image in their head, and that's how they right. think of this person. So. When they could come into the first conversation, she's not met you. But you got that experience. Exactly. You come in with a an, a vibe because yep. you got you received that. Yep. You just spent right back. Yep. And it's like, and then now her first impression of you is just she didn't realize maybe that what she did, and now she thinks you're just a 
a jerk. Yeah. Right. And exactly. then now that whole relationship's all, and then you have to see him every single day. Exactly, bro. <laughs> so, and the thing with like, you know, the yeah. older people, they understand like, hey, I've been a human long enough. Just because I say this or react this way doesn't mean this. Right. The thing with people who are younger, they're so glued to technology, they think that, okay, this means that. Right. No. Right. It's way more nuanced. Exactly. Like, so I don't know. Uh, You know, younger generation, and I hate to sound like a boomer, but (laughs) for real, man, like younger generation, they take things a certain way and that's where the context gets messed up. So like, uh, for instance, bro, like, we were just talking earlier about how, um, you know, you plant those seeds of like little white lies mm-hmm. and now you just, you know, mixed up everything. You don't know whether to trust or believe. We're living in an age and because of technology, you can manipulate it. We don't know what's true and what's not. Well, yeah, it's gone. So everyone that's coming up that centers their life around technology, no wonder they have depression, anxiety, all this other stuff, because, bro, the devil's playground, at, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. It's like anything negative is possible. So you have no choice but to think of these negative things whenever they come up, and you think less and less about the positive, less oh, and yeah. less about actual human life. So someone might say— Well, negative reactions gets more— uh, engagement. Yeah. Always. Bro, every yeah. time. That's why people have these viral moments. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, such an, like, uh, oh, hood fights. I would see that on Twitter all the time. Or what, you know what I'm saying? And it's not, it's not hood fights. It's fights all over the yeah, place. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, it's at Walmart. So it's yeah. every type of person. But I think yeah. that's the, the name of the, but I like watching them. I like watching them too. I'm guilty. You know what I'm saying? It's sometimes it's funny. Sometimes I get annoyed with them. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I don't need them. Like uh, who you think who you think was right? Right, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, bro. Is like, he in the wrong? Yeah. Like uh, when I Will's- watched two th- thirty seconds of this, I don't know what happened before, what happened after, what was the whole context. All I see is the fight, which is the best part. Bro, but, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to watch ten minutes of them yelling at each other and yeah. who started the whole. Th- yeah, yeah. Exactly. Will Smith. You're about to say Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith and Chris Rock situation. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, the social media spent a, a good amount of time discussing that mm-hmm. and it's just like why are we talking about that yeah why yeah you know what i'm saying there's a certain thing that happened we don't understand you know why this or why that that's none of our business you know i seen um yeah i might get i might get attacked for this but do it i seen uh yeah. <laughs> no it's fine we'll, we'll, hey this is your podcast free space mm-hmm. um i seen a, a meme on facebook and it said um when it's dinner time, who eats first, the dad or the kids? Mm. And a lot of people that had their opinions. Yeah. And so, okay, the the. That's interesting. Okay, so I, I'll tell you my take, mm-hmm. and then I'll tell you what was. What was the? The the popular take was kids, right? Kids. Yeah. Uh, and a lot, a lot of, a lot of the women would say like, oh. I'm keep feet. They said I'm feeding the kids first, and some men were like, "No, nah, y'all, you know, I'm, I'm gonna feed my kids first. I'll eat last." I felt like, okay, well, the husband should eat first. Is hmm. it provided for it? Yeah, he provided for it, yeah. and it shows the kids like, hey, this is the, I, the, the wife is respecting the head of the household. Mm-hmm. We have this roof over our head. We have this food on the table because he went out and got it for us. He did his part. I'm going to compliment him by. Not only cooking the meal, but serving him first. Mm. And it shows the kids, hey, dad goes first, then you guys. Yeah. Shows the order. 
Hmm. That's where my thinking was at. The are you familiar with? Um, there's a thing. I mean, it's 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 etiquette. So they have mm-hmm. all these rules about etiquette, like where your forks go, mm-hmm. yep. how to do all this stuff, how you do these things. In in that world, it's like the higher level of eating. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably the aristocrats ate that way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who knows if it's legit or not? But I remember going to this thing, and it was everyone gets served, and you sit there, and you don't eat until the host. Ah. host actually starts it and then everyone and so when i go into business meetings Mm -hmm. i figure out who is the person that i would say is the senior Mm -hmm. and or they're buying the meal or they're doing that and i don't eat until they start Mm -hmm. because i want to show respect that way yeah um so it is a thing of like i think about that when i'm in those settings Mm -hmm. like if this is their house i'm not eating to show respect because there's an underlying current of that's kind of how it's supposed to be done whether it's legit or not Mm -hmm. i still kind of respect that you know it is a respect thing and it you know that i would say honestly everyone gets served but no one eats until we all do it together right that's that's probably how i would do it but and hey and 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 that's fine that's okay you know and that hey however you want to do it cool but it's just the funny thing that funny that that's so divisive and people are like yeah people that don't even know you will attack you probably not a right answer it probably isn't. Yeah, you know. Yeah. If if that's crazy, right? If you feel that's how you want to do it, go ahead. Mm-hmm. That's up to you. Yeah. The only reason you even know this about me is because. But also, those kids probably should learn a little patience. They should. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they should. Because you're not always gonna get everything right away. Exactly. It's just the world we live in. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And too, like it's you know, it's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a respect thing. You know, I know a lot of people um, when they 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 didn't agree with that take, and it's just like. And not to say, and again, I want to clarify, not to say that everybody grew up like this, mm-hmm. but a lot of people that felt like, oh, well, no, I'm not feeding my husband first and da-da-da. It's like, well, you probably didn't grow up with a dad. And no offense to you, but it's just like, of course that would sound bizarre. My mom, you know, I live with my parents. You know, they separated when I was in like fifth or sixth grade, um, but, you know, got back together. But throughout my life, my mom would make me, make the meal. She would make my dad's plate first. Mm. And then tell us to oh, yeah. come wow. and get it. We never had a problem with it. Yeah, I respected my dad. I respected my mom. Always felt that way. Never disrespected them. Never felt like, oh, you're wrong. Y'all don't know what y'all are talking about. I was like, yeah. no. Nah, like I always respected my parents. And it sounds crazy, but that's if you didn't grow up in that situation, of course it's gonna sound crazy. Yeah, so, hmm? that's. Uh, um, I'm go, go back to the. Uh, uh, anxiety and depression and oh, all that yeah. stuff. So I, I do a summer camp for kids. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it's interesting how many kids coming from good families, mm-hmm. good backgrounds, mm-hmm. are dealing with so many negative thoughts. I mean, I had negative thoughts, but I don't know if it was as accelerated because I didn't have the Internet when I was their age. Mm-hmm. And they're online, and then they, they're comparing themselves to... Kardashians or whoever, you know, let's say in the Christian circle, what's who would be someone that's um, Sadie Robinson, you know, the Lecrae, Lecrae, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, yeah, Lecrae. We can go into that. I I have some things about Lecrae that I will say, but interesting. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, but uh, Uh, hey, look, go ahead. (laughs) I get, yeah, yeah, when we get there, we'll get there. uh, Yeah, in a second. um, But, they're they're comparing themselves to so many people and their yeah. friends, but then on social media, it's it's literally the best thing. You, when I post on social media, I'm posting 
my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm posting accomplishments, I'm posting mm-hmm. all these things. It's the best of what is in my world. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a, f- a very small fraction of something that I've worked really hard towards, but you don't see all the struggle, tough stuff. Yep. And then when people post their struggle, I'm like, I don't really care. Because I'm struggling over here on myself. I don't want to see your struggle. Mm-hmm. Whether that's legit or not, you mm-hmm. are le- you're probably going through a hard struggle. And right. I understand, but I've got so much i got to deal with mm-hmm. that I can't deal with your struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's the human existence. Mm-hmm. And so these kids are dealing with... And then there's nothing being... They're not being trained on how to deal with negative thoughts. Yep. Like, we have 10,000 thoughts in our, our brain a day. Yep. And a lot of them are negative. Yep. And it, it's not bad to have negative thoughts. But yeah. There's also, it's like, I have a lot of weeds in my garden. You gotta pick them sometimes. Because mm-hmm. you don't want them to grow huge mm-hmm. into something awful. Mm-hmm. You know, so. What's the, uh, I can't remember the specific scripture, uh, but it basically says, like, God doesn't put something, he basically doesn't give you a, something that you can't handle. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, yeah. I, I really, bro, like. No temptation that yep. you can't get through. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really, like, feel like that's true because. And whenever there's an issue, an obstacle that comes in the way, you know, when you overcome it, you feel so much better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you actually put your mind towards overcoming said issue, you know, it becomes a lot more meaningful. You yeah. become a lot more proud That's of yourself. the basis of all video games. Exactly. Bro. Exactly. You know <laughs> what I'm we saying? we love video games. And we, we, exactly. <laughs> That's why you keep playing. You're not just like, ah, oh, this shit sucks. I fucking suck at this game. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you try to get better at it. Yes. And I think, uh, you know, I think because of the instant gratification, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the higher volume of technology and stuff like that, you know, especially with social media, a lot of the younger generation, like you said, they see the Kardashians. They see a lot of these... um pretty influencers. Exactly. Yeah. And they only see highlights. Right. You know, and they don't see the stuff that goes into it. Like, you know... The, it, the eight divorces that Kim said, or four divorces. That bro, the Chris Humphreys, like yeah. Kanye, uh, yeah. Reggie Bush, like yeah. Imagine, imagine being married to someone who's psychotic, <laughs> bro. Yeah, it's like, like that life wouldn't be great. Yeah, and they, and you know what's funny? They attacked him, and it's like I'm not saying he's any better, but the mom, she, yeah, yeah, she's not there either. Y'all yeah, gotta look at the track record too, bro. Like it's, but you know, um, especially like with with music, bro. Like I, I don't want to segue back into that, but it just kind of ties in with music people will see the instant success mm-hmm. or not even instant success. They'll see the success of an individual and they feel like it's supposed to happen very quick. Mm-hmm. And you could tie that into with any profession, any career, mm-hmm. any type of uh, avenue. It's like a lottery winner. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and then it's just like, well, there was really no, like I can give you a million dollars, but you will never know how to get a million dollars. That's the difference. You know, I remember talking to somebody one time and they said, Nobody owes you anything. Hmm. So if you walk around, and mind you, I have thoughts every day where I'm just like, bro, I just wish $200,000 would just fall out the sky. (laughs) Me too? Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, (laughs) exactly. But it's like, you will never know how to get that if something like that happens. So you will never, like, you'll be lazy. And you feel a lot better when you, you will literally enjoy the fruits of your labor Mm -hmm. with anything, whether it be, you know, work, all that stuff. And because of how everything is being made easy, you know, the human element, the human experience, it gets cheated because we've involved technology. Yeah. We want to do all these things easier. Like, and not to, you know, not to shit on people, but look at, look at fast food. Oh, yeah. Bro, have you seen the, uh, what's that movie? 
<sighs> it's about McDonald's. Oh, Supersize Me. No, not that one. No. Oh, uh, the one that's... The uh, Founder. The Founder, yeah. Have you seen that? I haven't, but I've heard about it. Bro, all right. Do you mind if I spoil you, it for you a little you bit? Go for it, yeah. Okay. My, my parents have told me about it. Okay. Yeah. I think you should watch like, that movie, I'm never bro. going to McDonald's again because of that. I have, but I... It's really sad. Yeah. So the way McDonald's has started was very different from how it is. Right. And then when you look it's at... How, franchiser that kind of cheated. Ray Kroc, yep. Mm-hmm. And he lied about everything. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he left his own... His wife supported him. He left her, got with a different... Like, bro, yeah. like, Just this dude was a piece thing. of shit. Yeah. And, like, they had a... They had Michael Keaton play him. And I like him as an actor, so it was kind of fucked up. Because, like, now I associate him with this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, nah, like the dude was a piece of shit, bro. Like he lied to the like the the actual founders of McDonald's. They signed over their you know rights to their name. Mm. And they're the McDonald brothers or whatever. Yep. Right? Yeah. And he owns it. They tried to uh, start make, something across the street, right? And it ended up getting shut down. Yeah. And the way that you know, it's so evil. Yeah, like he uses uh, artificial. Oh yeah, all this stuff like yeah yeah yeah. What's a uh, real beef? You're like oh yeah, real beef. Uh, but no, that's just the name of the company that they buy their artificial stuff. Exactly, from. it's bro. not actual real beef. Mm-hmm. It's just the name. It's so deceptive. the ice cream, all that stuff, not real. Uh, oh yeah, it's like sixty percent wood pulp. Yeah, it's just filler. Exactly, bro. And it's just like when, when stuff like that happens, you take away like the actual like real life experience of how this is supposed to taste mm-hmm. because you want to sped up process. Mm-hmm. You want to get more customers, feed more people, you know what I mean? Get more money. Yeah. And it takes away from like the naturalness of something. So I, but like, I don't want to eat. I don't, I have not had McDonald's in years. Yeah. I think it's just garbage. It is, bro. You know? I, As a person who, who eats it, yeah. Not every day, but it's it's not good. But it's like I think a lot of us uh we've been living in this artificial world and we kinda want more authentic. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I want something that's real. Like it's cool and I go back to music. Let's go back to music. Mm-hmm. It's cool to hear all these stuff, but I can't go see Drake. No. I mean I could if I had billions of dollars. If I had the money I'd go to a Drake concert. I'll tell you that right now. But I can go to some place and hear live music mm-hmm. and that's way more impactful for me. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get to the point where the hits are gonna be all AI. Mm-hmm. I'll never go get to see those people. Mm-mm. I'd rather see someone who's creating something and crafting it. And it may not be amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut that shit off. That's, that's why I said you need to come at eight because so Goshen starts to wake up and you know oh, what's yeah, going on yeah. in the morning. Yeah, oh, it's man. easier when everyone's still asleep. Mm-hmm. Dogs barking. No, but you're, yeah, you're but right though. To, yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, with the, to to expound on your point a little bit, like yeah, not even just music, but just anything. Like when technology rears its ugly head, mm-hmm. that's when you know, like, all right, this is a money move. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do things quicker. We're not trying to do it efficient. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't want to wait. And, bro, like, everyone's more impatient. Oh, yeah. Everyone's yeah. more impatient. Like, everyone think, everybody wants everything. We're going to scroll. Bro, now. Six seconds. I was talking to a kid I used to work with, bro. Uh, great kid, bro. He's mm-hmm. awesome, man. But he would literally show me um, outfits that he would put together, which I think is dope. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, I bought this designer, da, da, da. Like, I would style my friends. I was like, have you ever thought about being a stylist, man? He was like, nah, I never thought about it. But I say that to say he lives out here, Elkhart mm-hmm. County. And he's focusing more on, you know, $1,000 designer. Mm. And it's like, for what? Yeah. 
wh- why are you trying to, uh, what they said, keeping up with the Joneses? Yeah. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, y'all are so focused on, you know, living this lifestyle of this person who is successful. Mind you, they had to work to get there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, prior Where to $1, that. $1,000 is 20 bucks to them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Where $1,000 to you is like 10000 I mean, it's so hard to get, yeah. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. So it's just like that focus is, uh, I want to be up here. And in, in order for you to be up here, you got to look up there. And it's like, yeah, it's cool and all, but again, y'all are taking make away. until you make it. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are taking away real-life experiences. Mm-hmm. So y'all think, you know, when y'all go online, y'all see y'all favorite celebrity, y'all see y'all favorite, you know, influencer, whatever. You see them doing something, and now you feel like you have to do something. Mm-hmm. I remember there, there was a Twitter, uh, there's a tweet somebody made. And it said, Drake made y'all hate certain brands because he trashed it. And it showed a compilation of Drake talking about certain, like, brand, like, new. Ba- I love New Balance shoes. Mm-hmm. But he had said something bad about New Balance in a right. song or whatever. Right. So now people hear that, like, oh, well, I got to stop wearing New Balance. Yeah. Or I got to stop wearing flannels. Or I got to stop wearing this. It's like, nah, if you like it, like it, love yeah. it. You know, keep yeah. with it. So what? Yeah, and who, who is... Um because Drake's honed his craft, mm-hmm. and he's speaking things into existence, right? Mm-hmm. Who is influencing him? Exactly. You know what I mean? And telling him, hey, push this. Yep. I mean, he pushes Nike, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? And Nike, and we're not going to get into that, but there's some stuff there, too, you know? Yep. It's, uh, yeah. I, I don't have $1,000. I buy my stuff thrift or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're, it's just clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to splurge, it's not going to be designer. Like, this... You know, is Bass Pro Shop? No, it's not Bass Pro Shop. It says New York City. Yeah. It's a pigeon. I yeah. got this from like a underground, you know, it's cool. store in New York, bro. Like, yeah, I like stuff like that. And it's in uh, if you design for this area, then it's um, and then people in this area will more gravitate towards. It. If he's in El Park yeah. County, why not design for Buy it. yeah this area? It's uh, someone was telling me. I think it was my sister. We are talking about um, a lot of our fashion comes from East and West Coast, mm-hmm. and because that's where it's being created. Mm-hmm. But uh, in those areas, it's a lot warmer climate. Yeah, it's different. And where we're at, mm-hmm. we have winter and summer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the clothing style that we should be wearing, it should be adapted for our area. Yep. More linens, more wool, mm-hmm. and, and we're basing our stuff off of the East and West Coast. Mm-hmm. It's like, but. Their style is not going to fit mm-hmm. our climate, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I always get confused when I see them rocking like flannels or like Carhartt. Yeah. I was like, come on, yeah, man. We've been rocking that for a while. Yeah. Life. I'm like, y'all are not from here, bro. Well, like, they're just going to bump the price. Yeah, like, bro. Carhartt. Okay. So, <laughs> speaking of Carhartt, man, I love Carhartt. I'm a big Carhartt fan. Um, there is a, so you know how like Adidas and then it's like Adidas Sport, mm. you know, or Nike, Nike Running. Yeah. You know, Carhartt has that too. Oh, okay. So not sport, but they have Carhartt work in progress. Okay. So the the Carhartt work in progress is more like streetwear. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So like with normal Carhartt, when you buy like the jackets, yeah. the Carhartt jackets are made for people who wear it. Right. Like in the farms. Right. Like it's bulky. You know, it's big. It's for weather. Right. Carhartt, like work in progress is more like you'll buy the jacket and it's slim fit. Oh. Uh, Something like that. You know what I'm so it's not... For purpose, it's for fashion. Exactly. What? Yep. And which... I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, like, it looks nice, you know what I'm saying? But uh, the price of that shit shot up. 
Really? Yeah. So when it comes to the work in progress, like, bro, the, what you would buy the jacket on the actual website is probably like maybe double what you would buy on work in progress. Really? Yeah. And like, it's nice, but I'm not spending $500 on a jacket. Yeah. I'm not spending 125 on a shirt. Doesn't do the thing it needs to do. Exactly. Right? Yep. Yeah. That's like, the whole point of the yeah. Carhartt was for the working people. Yeah, bro. That's what it's for. But, you know, it's like, like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I wear Timberlands. Mm-hmm. I like Tim's. Yeah, I like them. But, you know, they're for yeah. work. The job. Yeah. yeah, they're not for, you know, fashion. Yeah. That's what it's for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I like Yeah, Tim's are cool, though. I do love I got to give I have the pair I got right now. I've had them for six years now. I got to give me a new pair. I got them in New York. That's the you know, where they should be. Yeah. That's, right. <laughs> that's a, Tim's are definitely a New York thing. Bro, you know what? I think... Okay, no, I'm thinking of something else. I thought Tim's were made. They're from Michigan. They they might be. I, I just so. know that New York is the one that reps that style hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a. I wonder who's the first person that just wore them. Kamala like, Harris. <laughs> yeah, I yeah no, those are diet Tim's, bro. Yeah, I know the black ones. So yeah. Like, okay, come on, bro. I wonder who was the first person that just wore them and was just like, "This is what we're doing. This is New York." Mm. And it's like, why would you? And mind you, bro, like. I, I've hooped in him, Tim's. No way. I played basketball in Tim's, bro. Like, my feet were hurting, but I did it. Like, I was crossing over, like, driving no to the way. basket. Like, bro, I did that. But to walk around. Yeah, New York and Tim. That would be tough, too. Crazy. And, like, yeah. these motherfuckers don't have license. Yeah. Like, it's public transportation everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So you're walking. Like, I didn't walk mad blocks just to get to this thing. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, imagine doing this in Timberlands. Yeah. Like your feet are just shot, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're for winter. They're for on the job site. Mm-hmm. You know, they're supposed mm-hmm. to cover you. They're not for comfortable walking. At all. Hiking. At yeah. all. That's why I think like, you know, older people, when they look at like, <laughs> like younger fashion, they're just like, why are y'all using this for fashion when it's for this? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't get it. It's style. It's like, no, it's not. What is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, it's, it's just crazy. The world we're living in, bro. It, uh, I've been, I mean, I'm talking a little bit about the Amish, but I'm, I'm wondering if they have some stuff right. Like, uh, the Amish? Yeah, let's, oh, not, I agree. let's not adopt technology right away. Let's mm-hmm. see what it does and then start to adopt it. No, when they say that the, the technology is, like, of the devil, I agree 100%, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, bro. Like, world yeah. porn is on the yeah. internet. Like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's hey, you, rampant. You now. have a pocket full of porn, bro, all the time. Yeah, rampant. You know yeah. what I'm saying. That, bro, the dark web. Mm-hmm. Like you can or you can you can order it. I don't know if I'm a, supposed to say this. A but. human. Yeah. To your house. Yeah. You can traffic. You can get a hitman. Mm-hmm. You know all these things. I watched. Uh, fuck, I don't remember what the movie was called, but Idris Elba's in it. Oh and, yeah. And the guy that played. Uh, did you watch that new Batman with a? Uh, um, uh, I haven't. I know, but the Batman guy, the one who plays Batman, or yeah, he's from Twilight. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, I what know a, who you're talking about. What uh, about uh, Ben Affleck? No, 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 no. no. Um, um, it's not Ben Affleck. It's uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know who his Butler was? Who Who's Alfred in that movie? Okay. Do you remember uh, Black Panther? Yes. The guy Claw. Okay. Okay, him. Oh, okay. He's in this movie with Idris Elba. Okay. He is like crazy. Okay. But he he was like kidnapping people, 
and he live stream on the dark web. Oh yeah, him like killing people or having other people kill each other. Yeah, I saw uh, commercials for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. So I was watching. It was like there was like a chat room, and they would watch it, bro. Yeah. And then like it would just show the people that were tuned into that stuff, and they just look crazy. Or oh, they love it. They're yeah. probably politicians. And yeah. Yeah. High yeah. level. Yeah. And it's just like that shit exists on the internet. Oh yeah. It's like yeah, of course that would be like the the devil's work, bro. Like, who would think like, okay, we have this thing called the internet, and you can do you can buy stuff from here, you could order food from this, you can da da da. Oh, by the way, we can live stream us killing people. Right. Or you can I can sell you a human on here. Right. Why would you think to do that? It's but the, I don't know if it. I mean, it is the devil's playground, but this stuff was happening already. Always. Oh, it was. It was. You know, it's just now we have access to it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I there was been life killings mm-hmm. and people, human sacrifices. Yeah, and, that's true. Yep. Um, slavery. Yeah, I, was, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> For, and it, it may be way more now than it's ever been before. Yeah. Um, and but we can see it. Yeah. And I think maybe at times we didn't have access to that. So yep. we, I'm, I'm thinking about. Um, do you remember when Sam Smith went to the Grammys and he was the devil and he yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh and people were freaking out about it he looked like, but I'm like he looked like the WB frog yeah <laughs> the top hat on yeah. like, what you doing bro yeah what are you doing but it's like that uh, what he was doing has been done for centuries yep. like he's just doing a ritual mm-hmm. that was done two thousand years ago mm-hmm. four thousand years ago mm-hmm. but it was at a temple with. 100 people mm-hmm. and now he's doing that same ritual mm-hmm. and everyone's seeing mm-hmm. it's it but it's just now spreading it it's more nothing new under the sun man yeah nothing new. everything's the same but, and it's like for a long time that stuff wasn't in our face but now we can yep. see it yeah we can do stuff about it mm-hmm. but it's like now it's everywhere yeah, yeah but you know can you really i mean you can but it's just like i don't know the stuff has good shock value but yeah the uh you know for instance you know when a certain movement happened like how long does that last? Mm, Same yeah. things continue to happen. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? it's like seven billion people. Yes. Like, bro, I gotta go pay bills. You're not gonna change my mind, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Like you know when uh you know they talk about um the civil rights movement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know in the '60s, boom, there was an impact. It was an impact. Yeah. Okay, but also motherfuckers still getting beat up and cussed at and yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can't change human nature. Uh-huh. I heard a stat that um, this is, though I do think it, there is changing happening, but mm-hmm. in the 60s, they asked, they ran a poll in America and they said, um, how many of you would uh, be okay with a black president? Americans. And only 30% said they'd even be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And then they ran that poll in like 2018 and it was. Three percent were against it. Yeah, you know, so the there there is stuff changing. Mm-hmm. I think the majority of people I mean, we've had a black president. It's totally yeah. cool. Yeah, but like when you come from a place where majority of people were like, no way, mm-hmm. you know, and it's that was probably probably part of the civil mo- rights movement that right. pushed that. Right, but there's still human nature. People are gonna hate on. Mm-hmm. Hate on people no matter what. Mm. It's going to happen, bro. And I think like... Uh, I forget what that stat was. It was something like that. I was like, whoa, that's fascinating to uh, hear that, you uh, know? Well, I mean, knowing that, you know, um, the commander-in-chief and what his job is, you know, I don't think it really matters on who is in charge. I, you know, I, I think, you know, the fascination that people have with like, 
oh, well, what if we get our first Latino president? Or what if we get, like, our first, first Asian woman, president? Yeah. First woman president? Yeah. Indian. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, all right, well, you don't even have to think about that. Bro, That whatever country that, you know, your your heritage is from, yeah. they have a leader that is of that yeah. same nationality. Yeah, there's an the Indian president. Yeah, there is in, Indian, India. There's a prime minister, whatever. Like, they have that, like... Yeah. You don't need to pretend. Yeah. I like guess there. And you see how things the first are. First black country. president was in Africa. <laughs> exactly, bro. So I'm just like, you see how that I can't remember I think it was Nigeria. Yeah. Uh they had some bullshit going over there. Yeah. And like, with the, with their leader, and it was just kinda like, Oh man, like I mean people here in the States are just like, Man, if we had a black black president prior to Obama, if we had a black president, things would be da 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 and it's just like yeah, I mean, you know, you don't have to imagine like this stuff going on over there. You see how things are. Plus, it's not really up to the president. It is up to everything else. You know, mm-hmm. the president is basically just a spokesman. He's kind of like the, he's like Nick Cannon on America's Got Talent. Yeah, I'm saying we're gonna host this shit. Yes, event coordinator, but, but you don't make the decisions. You exactly, bro. Plus, too, like, um, I think people are so tied into that stuff um, that they, you know, they don't be realizing. Like, I don't think you understand how tough it is to lead a nation, bro. Like, you ever been in a, in a classroom and there's a teacher, their responsibility is to oversee 30 kids. Yeah. And 30 kids need your attention in, in certain ways. There's some kids where, you know, you yeah, can tell more them. more than others. Yep, right? yep. Yeah. So it's like, imagine doing that with the entire population of the states, yeah. you know. 350 million. Exactly. To where, you know, let's say in... Poor, I'm not I'm not even gonna make this a race thing. I'll say in poorer neighborhoods, they require a certain attention. Mm-hmm. And you could try to benefit them, and that's why we got two parties, right? So Democrat, Republican. Taxes will pay for certain programs for this, but then that's taking out of the people who are working hard mm-hmm. and working for their money and this, this and that. So they're gonna have a problem. Yeah. And then exactly. So it's I hear that, but they and they do that and they'll make it divisive. Yep. But in reality, they're like, "How much money can we get for the rich people?" Exactly. All day long, dude. We send trillions and trillions of dollars to who knows where, and it's getting yeah. money laundered and going right back into the rich people's pockets. No. But then they're like, "Oh, these poor people are trying to steal from you." Mm-hmm. It's like, no, dude, that's not what it is. Exactly. The rich people are stealing. They're extracting money in gobs, bro. Yeah, bro. They gobs. don't. Like when I found out that Joe Biden used to be a Republican. <laughs> Did he, I didn't know that. That's, yeah, bro. He used to be he he was on the man. It might have been like early two thousands. What Joe Biden was a Republican, bro. Yeah, he ran as a, he, yeah he ran as Republican like early on, bro. Um, he did now he didn't make it to where it's like he's on the main stage because I think that was around the time when John Kerry was going up against he, George Bush. He, he was a Democrat in the eighties though. Was he? he? He's the one that pushed the crime bill, and he was a Democrat back then. Okay. And he's ran for a couple times. Though he could I know, um, yeah, I don't know. I Maybe even prior to that. Mm-hmm. But he's been, a, he's been, he's ran for president a couple times. Joe so Biden has. He's like the, and, guy, the guy who, like, is constantly chasing after the girl, and she keeps leaving her on red. Yeah. <laughs> she finally gives him a chance, but it's, like, way late. <laughs> he's like, I like ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel bad because, like, that motherfucker is old. Like, oh, yeah. he's just not making any sense. God. Um, most competent crackhead son ever, though. <laughs> bro, his son is, bro, see, look, I don't know how we did not even start off talking about his son. His son is probably my favorite person on the internet right now. Really? Bro, bro he is crazy. Oh, dude, he is. Bro, you hear about the, the was it cocaine or was it crack that was in the White House? Cocaine, yeah. Cocaine. Dog, 
Yeah. What? And they won't tell you who it is. Oh, we know. We know. Yeah. We know who the fuck that was. Yeah, and you see him high as can be on. Yeah. Bro, imagine you being. The, and I, I, bro, imagine if that shit would have came. It did actually. Mm-hmm. When when Trump Trump said it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm nothing. But bro, if I was voting and Trump said like your son a crackhead. Yeah. That would shift my thinking. Like, you know, I'm just gonna he vote for Kanye. Say that. He said it during yeah. the um Yeah, the debates. Debates. They didn't debate a bunch either. It's like bro Two debates total. And they thought like, oh well he was just throwing shade, he was trashing, that has nothing to do with the debate. Bro, if you can't even manage your own household, how the fuck are you gonna lead a nation? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, son of crackhead, bro. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. So, you know. I've been thinking about the whole Trump thing, and it's like, it's interesting because uh, Joe Biden gets into office, and, you know, Trump, no matter what mm-hmm. you think about him, every move he made, we knew about it. Yeah. No matter what. Everything he said, we knew he, whether it was good or bad, one side would be like, oh, it's amazing he said that. The other side is like, he's doing that. Right, right, right. Everything he did. I can't figure out what's going on right now. Yeah, of course. I don't know if we're at war with aliens. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I can I look and I look and I look and I look and there's no information whatsoever. Yep. And so it's like we had four years of no matter what, if fart if fart if Trump farted we would know about it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Okay. And now I there's massive things happening and I cannot figure out what's going on mm-hmm. and it frustrates me, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like I wish we had. Um, that information getting pushed pushed to us all the time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's, I miss it a little bit. Like at least I knew what was going on. Are, when, you, <laughs> are you saying you miss Trump? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't miss Trump. Um, I, I I do miss because I feel like at least I knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what's going yeah. on right now. And we're running head first into something. Yeah. Trump's not great. He's not a savior, yeah. dude. So many people think he is. Yes, but at least I knew what was going on. And just to clarify, y'all, we are not endorsing Trump. I am no way supporting Trump. I don't support politics at all. Like yeah. at all. I've I've seen the mistakes they've made since Yeah. Oh, from when Obama came to my high school, bro, after that I was just kinda like, all right, I see what's going on, bro. Yeah. I'm cool, bro. He came Duh. to your high school? He did, bro. Yeah. I was in a I was a freshman. No way. I was a freshman. Obama came to Concord High School, bro. Wow. Um, he came three times to Elkhart County when he was in office. Bro, Trump came here too, bro. Like really? Yeah. It, and it says a lot because they're just like, oh yeah, like Elkhart. Da, da, da. I was like, y'all know we was like going through a financial crisis, bro. Oh like, yeah, we was broke as shit, bro. Yeah, one in three people were. Yeah, employed. like I did not want the nation to know, like, oh, they some broke motherfuckers <laughs> over there. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, where you from, Elkhart? Oh, y'all uh, poor over there, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. So it came for the wrong reasons. It's weird. I want. I wish. I don't know. It's just the, the whole thing. It is. <sighs> For a long time, people were like, uh, you know, America's messed up. And I was like, no, we're good. Like, growing up, like, no, things, I mean, we're messed up, but we're good. Things are going well. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, dude, we're in a really bad spot. Like, yeah. they've been, people that I didn't agree with way back then mm-hmm. were right. Mm-hmm. They were the, they were the candle and the. Hold on, I got to pee real quick. Okay. We can, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can, we can. We're at 11, almost 11. Okay, because, so. bro, it's... I know, yeah. We, we cooking, bro. <laughs> We're cooking. I know, okay. Uh, yeah, enough with the politics. We put that down. We don't need to keep cooking on that, bro. Dude, Black Jay, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, man. It's a beautiful it. morning, man. I yeah. Thank you for getting me up, man. So. Just Dude. drinking coffee in the in the garden. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok. Um, on Instagram, at blkk.j. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitter at blkk underscore j and on TikTok at blkk dot j. Yeah. Um, yes, if you want to keep up with my music, 
um, or any hot takes I got on Twitter or our X. I'm sorry, X. Uh, we'll call it Twitter. We'll call it Twitter. Okay, and then you can find me also on uh, what's the what's the Instagram one? Threads. Threads. Same as my Instagram at yeah. blkk.j. So I forgot about threads. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people. I did. forget too. I just, <laughs> I just use it as like a spam or I just dump shit on there, like beats and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. We'll do this again. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, and yeah, we definitely do not endorse Trump. At no, all. this is not a Trump supporter or Biden. All. No. No, but something else. We endorse um, local music. Local music. That's all we endorse. Black J 2024. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Peace. Later. Peace.